What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation, live and free. As always on YouTube as well, uh, you can find us on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans is the show. Media Day, we're going to be talking about that today. There was plenty to break down, happened overnight my time, so I was up a little bit later than usual uh, watching that and then and finished it off this morning before I had to go off to work. But uh, interesting, lots of takeaways. So we're going to break that down today. Uh, if you've got time, go and give us a rate and review on your podcast app, whether that be Apple, Audible, Spotify, wherever you listen to us. Uh, we appreciate you. And if you're on YouTube, give us a thumbs up and uh, subscribe because we appreciate all the support and the show continues to grow uh, and yeah, I like doing it. So it is good to, to see that people listen in and, uh, and enjoy it. So without further ado, let's get into it. So first off the bat, I realized last episode, I did not congratulate Billy Hernan Gomez for being the firstly winning Eurobasket, uh, which is essentially the European uh, International Cup. They play against each other in FIBA basketball play. And Spain ended up winning it. They were fifth ranked coming in, uh, weren't favoured to win at all, and played some great team basketball and pulled it off. Uh, the MVP of the grand final was Juancho Hernan Gomez, uh, a.k.a. Bo Cruz from Hustle, a.k.a. Billy's brother. And MVP of the whole Eurobasket competition was Billy Hernan Gomez himself. He was fantastic, dominated. Uh, they, they did a team dinner after media day and... They gave him a little cake and, and they all congratulated him, which is fantastic. I think a real uh, staple in this Pelican side, uh, untouchable at the trade deadline last year and uh, for good reason because he brings such joy to everyone and uh, he's a fantastic contributor on this team. Hopefully, as we'll find out, uh, he may be getting more minutes. He's requested that, so we'll talk about that coming up. So... What did we uh, What did we get? Well, everyone tipped up. There was the whole team came in and, and had a few minutes each, some longer than others, as per the norm. We kicked off with Trajan Langdon. Uh, he welcomed everyone in an opening that wasn't really an opening. I don't know. There was some confusion as to who was actually kicking off Media Day, even though he was first. Uh, so that became a bit of a, a contentious topic at the beginning. But Trajan really talked about uh, the continuity of this uh, roster this year, the coaching staff being pretty much the same, bringing in a few key pieces in terms of uh, in the analytics department and in the coaching, few promotions, movements and the like. Otherwise, the roster's largely unchanged. I think from last year, we, we lost Tony Snell, Gary Clark wasn't retained on the two-way uh, and Jared Harper, of course, not as well. 
Uh, and, and this year we brought in a couple of different guys, uh, as well as Dyson Daniels, probably being the big uh, addition in terms of new face. Returning face from injuries, I'm Williamson, of course. So that, I think, is really exciting. We're in a situation now where uh, after CJ's massive extension, he got a couple of years, two years, $64 million. Uh, and Trajan actually said, oh, I think it was Trajan or Griff actually said that it was a declining contract, so he'll get less money as he gets older, which I think is a, a really kind thing to do, I think, and a smart if you want to be able to keep... Uh, roster flexibility coming uh, into the future because, you know, he makes less money, the salary cap goes up, there might be a bit of extra wiggle room to bring in some key pieces should that uh, be needed as we embark on the quest for a, uh, for a championship. So, fantastic result there. Uh, Trajan, yeah, very uh, impressed with how uh, the team was looking, the roster construction, um said everyone's healthy except Kyra refused to answer for some unknown reason uh, as to the health of the rest of the team, which raised some eyebrows from me in particular. I was like, well, who's injured? Turns out no one. Um, Kyra not ready. Larry Nance uh, had a, a minor calf complaint, so he was a couple of days behind everyone else. So he might not be ramped up fully on uh, on day one of media day, on day one of training camp, which starts tomorrow. Um well, today, I suppose, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, so, otherwise, he's ramping up and, and he said he was feeling good. So, he didn't actually mention it. So, who knows how this bloke's feeling. But, um, otherwise, a healthy roster going into a season, a consistent team. You get your superstar back and all of a sudden, do you smell uh, success? I, I do. I honestly, and I'm not going to blow the lid off and say, yep, we're going for a championship this year. Although, the pieces are there. The guys have had an experience in the first uh, round of the playoffs, had a few calls gone our way, had a couple of uh, shots gone down, had some um, turnovers not occurred late in the uh, in, in game six and even earlier in game five and, and the other ones that we didn't win. Uh, we were right in that series and that was against the top side at the time. Obviously, the Suns went out um, pretty conclusively in the next round, but it was... Um, it was great to see that we could hang with anyone, particularly after the adversity that they'd faced earlier on in the season. I don't think we're coming up against that this year. I think having that uh, off-season where the guys all got together in, in uh, California, they've now been back a couple of weeks, most of the guys, uh, so they're all looking really good, and um, and they're back into it. Full training camp, and Willie Green retained for a second year. He's excited. Uh, he was great in his interview and, and was candid in that uh, the success is nothing to of last season. The, the turnaround is nothing to sort of rest on your laurels. There's always more that you can do to improve. He's watched every game again, so plenty of takeaways from that. I'm sure there were some games that he, uh, he wished he didn't have to watch again, but you go back and review the film, you see what you could have improved, and, and now he's got the tough task of, uh, well, hopefully not too tough, but... Uh, the task of assimilating Zion into this team and, and and making sure that the pieces fit around him. Guys operate in similar zones, being BI, CJ, both mid-range guys. Zion operates in that close paint area. How do we make that work on offense? I think we're going to be able to score. How do we work on defense when traditionally these guys have had a reputation of not being the best defenders? Uh, is Herb Jones enough to def- uh 
to counteract that. And and he's Brandon Ingram's success last year on the defensive end and advancement on the defensive end enough and another jump again. I think it's going to be a big buy-in. And what's the rotations going to look like? We've got so many blokes who can use the ball and score the ball. Uh, and the roster is so deep. So it's going to be interesting to see how that all happens. It's not an enviable position at all to be in. And uh, I feel for Willie Green, but also... Who knows, if there's a bit of uh, silverware that comes out of it at the end of the year, well, you know, I, I have all faith in Willie and putting this together. And Willie, we trust, I suppose. Uh, we also heard from David Griffin. Uh, he unofficially opened, but was second off the rank. Uh, Willie Green actually followed him on. Uh, Griff talked about, again, the continuity of the roster. He talked about the excitement of having Zion come back. Uh, he, he talked about... CJ being that consummate professional, really fitting in uh, from a culture standpoint and wanting to be him, taking that contract where uh, the money's less so that there's that flexibility, thinking about team before self. And I think they've all really harped on that team mentality. These guys are in it and they like each other. We saw um, when CJ finished his uh, press conference, he ran into Zion, who was after him, uh, and they were joking and patting each other down and, uh, you know, admiring each other. I mean, CJ looked tough. Zion looked unreal. He looked phenomenal. The bloke went and just got back from uh, eight weeks in Fort Lauderdale in Florida, and he looks incredible. Honestly, uh, Zion, good luck to the rest of the league because this bloke, he might say that he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder, but you take receipt. You keep the receipts. You do, and uh, I'm excited to see what he brings this year. Um, so Zion, when he came up, he was asked how was this the longest he'd ever um, been off basketball, and it was, and I think he missed it. You, you get a bit disenfranchised when you're sitting trying to recover from an injury. You know, the outside, uh, I suppose, narrative was that he's fat and he's washed and he's a bust and all this sort of carry-on that I think is was outrageous uh, and completely just nasty at times. Um, He's back. He looks great and he looks healthy. Um, He said he was excited to be joining this team. It's a great group of of guys. And towards the end of the season, he got to obviously sit on the sidelines and watch these guys. And so he got to live all this hype. He got to see how excited everyone was to be a part of it. Um, His focus over the summer was just to get back on the court, get himself back to being Zion Williamson. And, if he if he plays half as well as he looks, I mean, come on, he's gonna be he's gonna be flying. You know, he learned things about um, nutrition. He learned about uh, recovery, taking care of your body, listening to your body. If you're sore, then slow down, recover, things like that. And those are things that he said he, he credits the the vets, Larry Nance, CJ, for telling him you've got to take care of yourself because, as Larry Nance said, he's a one of one. There's no other guys like him in the league, and he has the ability to be a generational talent. And you don't put cheap fuel in a Lamborghini, I think was one of the the main quotes of of Larry Nance when talking about Zion, is that you need to take care of that body. And um, and he he said he really sort of locked in to that over the off-season. And and it it shows he he looks great. Um, They asked what his preferred role was one, two, three, four, five. He said he doesn't care as long as the Pelicans are winning. And will there be points on? I'm sure they'll they'll utilize his ball handling skills. Will he um 
will he be playing in the post at some points? Absolutely, because he's an absolute monster down there. So um, uh, good luck in terms of being able to pin down how to guard him. You put a small bloke on him, he loses. You put a big bloke on him, he's too slow and he loses as well. So, um, uh, yeah, watch this space in terms of Zion. Um, He says he shocks himself. Is how good he feels he shocks himself and sometimes he can do something that he's never been able to do before. And we've seen highlights of him in Duke. We've seen him uh, in that in his rookie year. The things that he does in that main year where he was playing under Stan Van Gundy and um, you know, he played the majority of his games of his career, he's unstoppable. And all of a sudden he's taking better care of his body, he's recovering, he he just looks great. He looks strong. That's the that's the big thing is he just looks so strong. Um, good luck. Good luck to the rest of the league. Um, they they questioned him about whether or not there'd be a bit of an adjustment period in terms of coming in. And he said a full camp's going to help. You know, it's one of those situations that he needs to speak with BI and he speak with CJ. All of the guys, 1 through 15, that he's going to be playing with, They've got to adjust to playing with him. He hasn't played with a lot of these guys. And, and Brandon Ingram is a different player than he was uh, when Zion last played with him. I think Brandon's gone up another level last year, and I think he's got an even better to go. Uh, I think in terms of his ability to read the floor and, and make the, the pass, I think he, he's dominating that now. And that's one of his great talents as a great scorer as well. And for them to be able to play together as well as fit in touches for JV, fitting touches for CJ, Herb, Trey, Jose, Nance, the list goes on. Billy Hernan Gomez when he's playing, Dyson Daniels if he if he gets a bit of a run, um, Devontae Graham can still shoot the ball, so it's going to be um, it's going to be really interesting to see how that plays out, and and there will be an adjustment, and hopefully we can iron that out in uh, in training camp. Now. And preseason, of course, because you know when you're playing games, it makes it a bit uh, a bit more real, I suppose. And you've got to learn it's trial by fire, basically. So that's going to be interesting as well. Um, one of the questions that he was asked was about um, the last year facing this adversity, and um, he's drafted at 18 years old. He's now 22, signed that max deal. Um, he he was asked whether or not. The, the pros and cons of being a professional athlete has, has helped him mature and grow as a person. And he, he was frank. He said, you know, the cons, especially this last year, have absolutely helped him mature and, and um, shape him. And, and while it's, um, it's hard to go through those things, adversity is a part of life. And, um, and the cons have helped him mature. You know, he's he's copped this criticism and, and he's responded. And I think it's it may have bettered him uh, at the time. Probably didn't feel like it. But in hindsight, you look back and you say, well, if that's uh, how people were speaking of me then, well, I suppose uh, wait for him to see me now and, and when I'm out there dominating. And he said himself, he's not like that. He doesn't have um, any reservations and um, he doesn't seek revenge or keep receipts or anything like that. But... I tell you what, if I was in that situation, I'd be keeping him. And if, if I had the uh, the abilities that he had on the basketball court and I was coming back after copping criticism like that, I wouldn't have to say anything. But like he said, you know, they'll be able to see what he can do when he gets on the court. And good luck. Good luck is all I will say. Um, 
they asked him what he found while he was doing this um, this boot camp, I suppose, for the eight weeks in Florida. And he talked about finding true resolve in the game of basketball. Is that like a rediscovery of his love? I guess he, he realized this is what he wants to do. This is the um, this is his career. This is his job. This is his dream. And he's being able to provide for his family, all that sort of stuff. And and to rediscover that passion for what you do, I think is 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 great. It's particularly when you come up against. It's easy to become jaded when you come up against adversity, and it doesn't sound like he's done that at all. So really exciting uh, for him. Uh, to do that, he, he signed off with, uh, he talks about um, listening to to the Notorious B.I.G. And, and he said, things in life happen and you just have to live with them. You come up against adversity and uh, and, and, and that's, that's life. So all of that was really, um, it was quite profound from him because he came out and, you know, he's a jolly sort of guy. He, um, he, he likes to have fun. He's a young guy, he's 22 years old. Um, and he's a face of a franchise, he's generational talent, he's been, you know, chased by the paparazzi since he was a kid, and he was honest, and I appreciate that, and you say what you can say, you know, people are always going to criticize you, I saw some stupid video that some washed up bloke that does memes decided to do to try to belittle Zion and, and take the mickey out of him, but, you know, who are you? Nothing. So, good luck to you. Hope your team doesn't come up against us, and uh, when they do, ooh, good luck. Hope you cop a 40-piece. Um, Brandon Ingram was another guy. He was a lot later in the piece, but uh, as one of the leaders, I thought I would just run through what he had to say. Um, the goal this year is a championship. He said anything less, Willie Green will pull him up. He could say second round, Willie Green will tell him. That's, that's not acceptable. It's championship. They're him, Zion... CJ, all signed for the next three years. we got a window, and like they're all signed together, there's varying lengths of contracts. But this is the window. Whether it's this year, whether it's next year, we've, we've got to try to really find that sweet spot and push for a championship. This is the time. And whether the expectation is uh, unjustified, well, I don't know. This is the best side that they've ever had. The, the Pelicans have ever put together. This is the best team. Now's the time. And I think, why not us? Why not now? And, and maybe I'm riding the hype train. We haven't played a game yet. I haven't seen any of them play together. We don't know what's going to happen. But why not us and why not now? And I'm going to just preach that all year. So get used to it. Um, the more games we win, the more that slogan's going to be said. And when we get to the pointy end of the season in March, April, June, July, oh, not July, June, you know, hopefully we're still playing in June, We'll ask, why not now? And that belief is there. You can see it, and you can see it in Brandon. Uh, you know, he's a casual guy. He doesn't get caught up into any of the carry-on, but he was great. And as a leader, he was off organizing the um, trip to California. He said the, the Pelicans team had a fair bit to do with that as well. But again, that's um, that's what a leader does. They get together. They, they get everyone um to follow, you know, and everyone to buy in. And he said it's rare to have a team like this that everyone likes each other, that everyone from 1 to 15 can get along. You can go up and hug anyone. You can handshake anyone. You can joke around with them. And that's so rare. And it's in a professional, you know, sporting team. I've never heard of anything like that. And that's special. 
And if you can harness that, and it sounds like they're really starting to, who knows? Who knows? The sky's the limit for sure. Um, Brandon as well, he said there's going to be adjustment with, with Zion coming back. He was, he was pretty frank about that. It's going to take time. And hopefully they can, um, they can, I suppose, hash out the nitty-gritty in, um, in preseason and, and in training camp. And, and as they get used to the plays and Willie Green does his tweaks and gets these guys playing together, um, they will be able to succeed and be successful together and as a team. And, and that's going to, um, it's going to really drive those championship aspirations. Uh, he also raved about Dyson Daniels, which I love as a fellow Australian, a big fan of Dyson, and was stoked when he was um, when he was drafted to the Pels at pick eight. It was a real windfall for us getting that uh, that draft pick from the Lakers, who absolutely tanked last season um, through no intention, just for being average. But it was um, it was great to get him. They're saying he looks fantastic. He's way ahead of the curve as to what they uh, expected. After only eight minutes of summer league before tweaking that ankle and having to sit out, he came in hungry and working with Herb Jones, Trey Murphy, Jose, these guys that are hungry to be successful and have been there and have grown and are defensive-minded guys. Dyson's another one. Lengthy point guard slash wing who can defend, prides himself in defending and has been working with Fred Vinson to, quote, Shoot the piss out of the ball. And if it's not more Australian, well, I don't know what it is. You know, he also talked, well, I mean, he made reference to that in terms of defending guys. Uh, if you know they can shoot the piss out of the ball, you've got to be getting up on them. You've got to defend. So that um, that was really interesting to see from Dyson, but we'll get to him in a second. Um, another thing from BI, it's communication. If these guys want to play together and they want to be successful, it's about communication. One through 15, how do we want to play who, who gets the ball in this situation? How does this work? How does that work? Who's happy with their role? Who's not? This all comes down to communication from the top to the bottom. And I, I liked Brandon's candidacy about that. I thought it was spot on. Um, it'll take time to figure out. But, you know, he said, New Orleans, is a, it's a good place to be. He's happy where he is. He signed that big deal five years, no... Uh, player option as we know a couple of years ago now and uh, he's happy to be here and, and we're happy to have him because he looks like an absolute stud and as we've seen he's just going to keep getting better so that was Brandon uh, we'll quickly run through the other guys uh, after the break um, so we'll be back after this What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, listeners, it's time to talk a little fantasy hoops. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton? DeJounte, Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikhail Bridges before anyone else? 
That's right. It was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Great. Well, this year the Brewski 150 is on sale for a limited time, and Ethos 360 subscribers can get an access in less than a week. Head to sportsethos.com and click on the premium tab to grab your membership or draft guide today. And yes, the answer to your most important question, the Brewski 150 is included in both options. Check back daily for more new features and go and dominate your leagues again with sportsethos.com. Okay, guys, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle, still here, um, ticking along, breaking down everything to do with Media Day. We talked about Zion, we talked about Brandon Ingram, we touched on uh, Griff, Willie Green, Trajan. What about the other guys? So, CJ talked about being a leader, making these guys fit in. He really focusing on becoming a that point guard to make sure everyone eats. And so he said he's played different roles throughout the, the year, you know, he's uh, throughout his career. He's been the guy that sat on the bench, knew he wasn't playing. He's, he's been an injured player. He's been a role player. He's been a backup. He's been a starter, you know. He's been uh, a point guard, shooting guard. He He's played all these various roles. And so he's not afraid to take on these challenges. He's reinvented himself a few times. And I thought that was quite refreshing because he's going to have to do that again. He's going to be handling the rock as the point guard uh, on paper as to whether or not that happens every possession. No, that won't. We're going to have a whole heap of different ball handlers, but he will be taking the primary point guard duties. And he he seems to be embracing it. He, he knows that he's going to have to be able to pass up the ball. He's going to have to get B.I. going. He's going to have to get Zion going. He's going to have to get J.V. going. Um, Herb, Trey, all these guys are going to have to get looks. And that's CJ's role. He also needs to know when he needs to score it. So we look forward to seeing how CJ embraces that role. Uh, otherwise, he talked about, they asked him about the Robert Sava stuff, which we've talked about on the last episode. I'm not going into it again. Um, he said, as, as the president of the Players Association, he was happy with how uh, they responded and, and good result to see him uh, leaving. But I'll just leave it at that because I don't need to go on another rant um, after last week. Uh, who else we see? Herb Jones. Um, he he opened with a fishing uh, like story about how he went out fishing to his normal spot and went over and didn't catch any uh, any fish at all. Was out there for six hours and was not impressed. So uh, he's looking for more, more spots. Interestingly, hasn't fished in New Orleans yet. So I think I suppose that's on the cards. Any avid fisherman out there, hit up Herb Jones and take him out there and. Uh, he likes fishing, so go and do that. The other thing we found out is he hates trips. He doesn't really like going on trips. Uh, and he just likes being in the gym. If the gym's closed, he's upset. He, he loves being in the gym. And um, he's usually the first one in there because he likes to listen to his music. He also uh, in, enjoys working out. And, and guys have actually told him, you need to go home. You can't be here all the time. And he usually does two-a-days and... Uh, Barry Nance talked about the three hardest working people he's ever come across. Number one, Colin Sexton. Number two, Brandon Ingram. Number three, Herb Jones, which is a testament because, you know, he's been on um, championship teams. He's been uh, all over the shop. You know, he's played with some of the greats. So to see guys, to be able to uh, talk about Herb as one of the hardest working guys that he's come across, well, you know, testament to him. Um, and we've seen it, you know, we've seen Herb develop in leaps and bounds. He talked about really uh, embracing his role 
priding himself on that defense, getting out in transition, being able to make the right reads and really working on that. Um, so looking forward to seeing more uh, Herb Jones going into his bag and, and you know, becoming that um, real complementary piece for the force scoring starters, I suppose, and becoming that defensive uh like uh, backbone once again and hopefully getting the accolades that come with it. I know he doesn't care about it. He said that, but uh, we do. And we hope that he gets that uh, that all-defensive team nod this year because he deserved it last year, frankly. But we'll see what happens. Uh, Jax, Jackson Hayes, coming into an extension year. He's got until the 17th of October to sign one. Griffin alluded to uh, there being two guys or a few guys that were looking at working out extensions. One's closer than the other. I assume uh, Jax is probably looking for more money and a better sort of deal than what he's going to be getting. Uh, it may well be he goes to the open market and um, and has to prove himself this year. And that'll be a, that'll be a tough one because who knows what his role is this year. He he talked about uh, working on his handle, tightening that right up knowing that he's probably going to be on the perimeter a little bit more. Everyone he's spoken to at the organization said, you're going to have to tighten that up, work on your shot. Uh, so that's what he's been doing. He expects a role change. Um, I think he's going to have to embrace it. He's ho- he's optimistic that uh, there won't be any setbacks like last year going to Birmingham. Uh, but who knows? It's, it's really the sky's the limit for him. So we'll see what happens. Uh, Trey Murphy come out and he was in his usual jovial self. Um, Put on 15 pounds of muscle, so he's looking stronger. He reckons he's six foot ten now in shoes. Uh, that's a that's a big guy. Uh, he's learning how to, um, you know, if he gets chased off the line, off the three point line, how to then be able to use his other talents to be able to exploit that mismatch or the blow by things like that. So uh, he's uh, looking great, and I look forward to seeing him really carving out a big role, probably as the sixth man this year. He's going to be playing alongside Zion, let's be honest. He's going to absolutely feast if he is. Um, Mary Nance, always the uh, the character when he comes out, full of wisdom. I uh, really enjoy listening to him talk. He was famous for the quote uh, of the, putting the right fuel in the Lamborghini about Zion. Um, talked about... Uh, Brandon Ingram just being phenomenal. He is just a he's a hype guy, and you know he's he's going to play a bit of four ball, a uh, small ball five, and and probably at the four as well throughout the um throughout the season. So he he was very knowledgeable. Said his knees feeling good after the surgery at the end of last season. He's just looking forward to being able to uh, fully embrace the offense, learn more plays. He said he only played fifteen games, so it made it tough to really get in and know the playbook. So we'll see what happens there. Um, Dyson, everyone's raving about him. He looks great. He's got around the city. He's had the food. You don't have to, no more carry on about him not eating the food there. Uh, so he's eating at some good spots. He's enjoying getting around the teammates. And um, yeah, I think he's going to really fit in and and really be able to um, find a role, carve it out. I think he's going to surprise some people. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, spend a bit of time in Irvine in, Carol, uh, in California, which is where the... Boomers had their pre-Olympics camp, and uh, when I went and saw Paddy Mills the other night, you would have seen on Twitter, um, he he raved about that and how they built this Australian sanctuary. So he uh, he's been working out with Josh Giddy, guys like that, and, and really, you know, going hard, playing with guys that are that are NBA quality players. Um, Devontae is excited to play with Zion, probably a more settled settled role this year. 
Um, Billy, he wants more minutes after winning MVP of Eurobasket. It's probably fair enough. Jose, of course, uh, wants to work on the catch-and-shoot three. He had his daughter there, which was lovely. Um, nice little moment. Uh, he... he he found some fame, and he's, you know, they talked about him wanting to steal the ball from Kyrie Irving. He'll get to try that in the first game. So, um, yeah, he, he is starting to get a bit of notoriety, and I think he's really lent into that. They asked about his New York roots, things like that. He bought a house in Atlanta, which um, he was very um, stoked about. Obviously, his family lives there, so um, he he seems to be going well. And, um, you know, he wants to hang around. He's going to improve. Uh, JV playing in the Eurobasket as well. Um, they asked him about that video where he's cramping. He said it was cramp and he was right to go. He's looking forward to really um, playing with these guys, taking a, um, a leadership role in terms of being able to create for others. It was great practice working, uh, playing alongside DeMontis Sabonis um, and playing with the two bigs for the Lithuanian national team. So that's important as well because he's going to be doing that this year. And um, yeah, that was was really good to hear um all in all just a, a great media day that it was a positive one there was no carry-on there was no cloud no um jaw-dropping announcements that someone was injured it just was status quo consistency continuity let's have a crack and uh and see if we can do it so i was, I was i'm excited honestly i'm optimistic i think it's gonna be fantastic and you know, watch this space because there's going to be plenty more um, hype videos like this, I guess, as, as we see the games. The first game, as I said, uh, coming up against the Chicago Bulls in a, you know, about a week or so after training camp. Anything we hear coming through, obviously, we'll do updates on Twitter and the like. But I think I'm going to leave it at that. So all in all, fantastic media day. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. Follow the show at Ethos Pelicans on Twitter, at Lyle Swithenbank. Like and subscribe wherever you're watching from, listening from. We appreciate all the support, and uh, bye for now. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.